brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Billsology. I am your host, A. Rich, Akeem Richens. And you should know how my saying goes by now. If you don't know me, please get to know me. This is indeed the Built in Buffalo Network. How is everybody doing out there? It's Saturday. It is March 19th, 2022. I hope everybody's had a productive week. I hope everybody is is excited like I'm excited about our Buffalo Bills and about the offseason and about free agency. I know that the AFC is crazy, right? I know that there's been a lot of moves throughout the week. You have Chandler Jones going to the Raiders. You have Amari Cooper going to the Browns along with Deshaun Watson. And you have Khalil Mack going to the Chargers. Uh, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. There's a lot of moves going on in the AFC, right? It's like all the impact players are relocating to the AFC. And it seems as if once the Buffalo Bills want to become as good as they've become, the rest of the AFC wants to be loaded as well. But it's okay because I am quite comfortable 
with our team going up against any team in the AFC or the NFC in this NFL because I feel that great about our offseason moves. I feel that great about our quarterback, our coach, our GM, and I think our time is now. So I welcome all the competition that's swirling around in the AFC. How is everybody doing? Let me get let me get some let me get some people shout some people out before I get started. Uh, I got and what a lovely name, right? What a lovely name, Air Allen. Ready for the Super Bowl this year, A. Rich? What's up, my guy? Doing good with big drinks to celebrate our bills, and we you should. It's been a great week. It's been a great week. What's going on, Jason? What's going on, Jonah? Uh, what's going on, Cr? How's everybody doing? A. Rich, Akeem Richens, you are now in tune to Bill Zology. My brother from another mother and father, Dan Kelly, is in the building. Daryl Garvey's is always in the building. Go Bills. I hope everybody is doing well, right? And I'm, I'm going to get started. Why waste any time? The Buffalo Bills. Now, there's people that are saying the cap is a myth, right? Because the Buffalo Bills are not supposed to have the money to make the amount of moves and the moves that they've made, Right? And somehow the wizardry of Brandon Bean was able to get uh, a lot of impact players on very good deals, in my opinion, right? The Buffalo Bills are a team that players want to go to. Buffalo Bills is a destination place now, right? We don't hear that talk about the weather anymore. We don't hear about that talk about there's nothing to do in Buffalo. What happened to all that talk uh, that was that was being sparked on before Josh Allen, before Brandon Bean, before Sean McDermott came to the Buffalo Bills, and that's that's the type of that's the type of uh, 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 talks that we are we are not having right now, right? Those talks are now gone to the wayside because of the Buffalo Bills' relevancy in this NFL, right? And how did the Buffalo Bills get there? How did the Buffalo Bills get to this point where we are now not only contenders throughout the AFC, throughout the rest of the NFL, but a destination landing place for other impact players around the league? And I'm going to say one thing. The Josh Allen effect, right? Josh Allen single-handedly came to the Buffalo Bills and shifted the culture of the organization, right? You have one man that completely changed the landscape of the Buffalo Bills. Now, like I said, the theme was nobody wanted to play in Buffalo, but now Buffalo is a destination place. And why is that? The Josh Allen effect. And today, I, I feel the need to, before I even go into the free agents, right? Because we're going to get there. We're going we're to talk about it. But before I even get there, I feel it's a, a need to, to explain why this is happening, right? And if, if, you're watching for, if you're watching on Facebook, please give this a like. Please give this a share. If you're watching on Twitter, please give this a retweet. Give, please give this a like. Last but not least... If you're watching on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe and give this a like. Even if you give this a dislike, I know that you're watching and I know that 
you're 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 being entertained, right? A rich, Akeem Richens. This is built in Buffalo, but I want to name three key ingredients that that makes up or that propels the Josh Allen effect. And after each key ingredient, uh, I'm going to get your thoughts. I want to get your your synopsis as well. I want you to let me know what you think about how I feel about the Josh Allen effect. And the first key ingredient of the Josh Allen effect, right? Because this is the reason why the Buffalo Bills are a destination place. This is a reason why players want to come to Buffalo because of our, our quarterback. And the first, the first key ingredient is transformation, right? The Buffalo Bills uh, have transformed as a team and Josh Allen has made a significant transformation as a player. Right. We're talking about a guy that is a polarizing figure at six, five, 240 pounds is an above average athlete, ran a four, seven, five, 40 coming out, the, coming out the combine has a rocket of an arm, can throw it 80, 90 yards. Right. You hear the zip, the coming out his hands when he's delivering the football. Right. But it was said that. Josh Allen's accuracy, Josh Allen's mechanics would be an issue. It was said that you can't teach accuracy, right? It was said that if you're inaccurate as a quarterback, you can't all of a sudden become an accurate quarterback. Charles Davis said that, and I love Charles Davis. I really do, but he was obviously wrong. Trey Aikman said that. Uh, I'm not too high on Trey Aikman, but he said that. And a lot of other players, uh, a lot of other analysts and so-called media uh, experts said that as well. And for the most part in year one, it was true, right? Josh Allen came out year one. He he was, he was looked a little flustered. He wasn't supposed to start uh, his first game against the Ravens. But when you have a guy in Nathan Peterman throwing five picks, you get thrust into the action. Right. And Josh Allen, he he had some good moments for a rookie, but overall he did struggle and he especially struggled with that accuracy. He especially struggled with delivering the football in in the necessary places for receivers can make those catches. Right. Uh, Ten touchdowns, 12 interceptions his rookie year, 52 percent completion percentage. And we was all. Uh, worried a little bit about those accuracy issues, right? Because of his first year. Uh, Kenny, Kenny with the Kenny with the comment. Players have played against Allen enough to know and realize how special he is, and want to come to Buffalo and play with him. And that's a hundred percent right, right? A hundred percent correct, Kenny. A hundred percent correct. Excellent comment. And that first year, it was some struggles. It was some struggles for the Buffalo Bills quarterback, last in the NFL in completion percentage. So here was all the naysayers, right? And the shit talkers. Hey, we told you so. Josh Allen's not the guy. We told you so, right? But what happened the offseason? Josh Allen, he worked. He worked with Jordan Palmer continuously. That's one thing about Josh Allen. His work ethic is, is impressive, Right. Another comment from CR. Josh Allen came to Buffalo and shut up the haters and throw touchdowns. And he's running out, running, uh, running out the haters and, and shutting them up. And 100 percent agree. 100 percent agree. Right. Jordan Palmer after his rookie season. Excuse me. Josh Allen after his rookie season worked with Jordan Palmer. He came back year two. And what happened? Year two, Josh Allen 
took the Buffalo Bills to the playoffs. 10 and 6 record. Year two, uh, Josh Allen improved his completion percentage from year one from 52% to year two, 58%. And we saw the improvements within Josh Allen, right? We all knew that his running capabilities is always there. Big, fast, agile, big, tough kid, right? Infectious kid. We all saw the improvements in year two from Josh Allen. But the outsiders, once again, right? The guys that's that's not watching Buffalo on a daily basis. They're going to look up Google and they saw uh 58% completion percentage. And while he did improve, got to call a spade a spade. When you compared him to the rest of the NFL, he was still in the bottom of the league in completion percentage, right? And then what happened in year three? All of a sudden, a historic year three happened for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. All of a sudden, Josh Allen went from not having any 300-yard passing games his first two years to six 300-yard passing games. Air Allen, make others better, reminds me of Jordan, honestly. And I'll, and Jordan is the GOAT, in my opinion. I know there's a lot of LeBron James fans that are going to call LeBron James the GOAT, but I still think uh, Michael Jordan is indeed the GOAT. I'm the old school guy, so I know a younger cast will feel differently, but I, I, I like the comparison, Air Allen. What happened? 4,544 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 13-3 and record. The Buffalo Bills win the AFC East first time in 25, year, in 25 years. And oh yeah, completion of percentage, right? He went from 52% completion percentage to 58% completion percentage to 69% completion percentage in the NFL. Now, all of a sudden, Josh Allen became one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the league, right? My brother, DM3, Josh Allen is a creature, uh, says Von Miller. And I love that. We're going to get to that in a second, right? Uh, Josh Allen, all of a sudden, is one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL in terms of accuracy and completion percentage. And I love to use this analogy. If you watch me, you hear it often. Josh Allen went from his first two years from Tim Tebow to year three, Drew Brees, right? And that is unheard of, right? From going from accuracy-wise, Tim Tebow to Drew Brees. And, and the transformation Josh Allen has made is historic. And everybody thought, hey, COVID years, possibly a, a fluke, right? Year four, was it as good as year three? No, but he proved that it wasn't a fluke. Over 4,400 yards passing again, 36 touchdowns uh, passing again, 64% uh, completion percentage. Now, all of a sudden, Josh Allen is one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the NFL, right? Now, all of a sudden, every coach is looking for their young quarterback to take the Josh Allen leap in progression. And I don't think these quarterbacks are capable of doing so. So uh, uh, transformation is my first key ingredient. Air Allen, A. Rich, you're bringing it tonight, brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, bro. I really appreciate it. Smash that like button if you haven't done so already. Uh, the transformation of Josh Allen is the first key ingredient of the, the Josh Allen effect. Is the first key ingredient as to why players around the league, impact players around the league, now wants to gravitate to the Buffalo Bills. And 
I, I want to get I want to get everybody's thoughts. Uh, we've been doing my brother Dan Kelly's in the background doing an amazing job with the comment section. Uh, please stay in tune for conflict of interest. It is coming to you. Uh, we're working on some things right now, but best believe it is coming to you. Shout out my brother Dan Kelly. Uh, DM three. Thanks for everyone for watching. Yes, indeed, indeed. What do what does everybody think about my first key ingredient? of the Josh Allen effect, and that is the, his transformation, where he's come from, from a kid in Wyoming that wasn't getting no scholarships, that had to practically beg colleges to join their football team, to now being, in my opinion, I don't give a damn if, if Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. My opinion, Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, what are your thoughts on his transformation? Let me get some, let me get some comments here. Uh, Kim says, what a great week. What a great week. Let me get some comments. Let me get some comments. Vlad. Vlad says, let's go. Buffalo Bills is our time. Uh, Sam. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Bring that Bring that back up, Dan, if you can. My bad. Uh, Christopher. Josh would have been a starter in the bowl. He got snubbed for Lamar Jackson. Should have won NFL MVP. Now, I agree. I agree, right? Uh, two years ago, he should have won NFL MVP, but Aaron Rodgers, he was having that season then. You know, the NFL voters, they definitely gave it to him. CR, transformation is definitely key. He had to work his way uh, to where he is today. And, and that's exactly right, right? His transformation where he, he put everything together from stability within the organization, right? With the offensive coordinator, head coach, the GM. His work ethic, continuous work ethic in the offseason, continuous drive to become better and work with Jordan Poyer, no, Jordan Palmer. And Jordan Palmer has done a... a, a a spectacular job in terms of developing Josh Allen when he goes for when he goes for certain things and interviews and and things of that sort Jordan Palmer has Josh Allen as a legit reference right and he is a big part of of that transformation let me get some more more comments before I go into my next key Josh is the best thing that happened to us since Jim Kelly and hey man uh Joseph I I completely agree I'm going to take it a step further I think he's even better than Jim Kelly, man. I think he, I think Josh Allen is, has that bigger effect, more of a bigger impact than the late great Jim Kelly. And I love me some Jim. I love me some Mr. Kelly, man. Uh, Sophia, Josh, the creature, Allen, I hope, I hope the nickname sticks. And you know what? I really like that nickname. Me, us, I built some Buffalo. We may have to do something about that. That's a great nickname. Charlie, he's flat out the real deal. Hard works pays off. And, and that's what happens, right? That's what happens sometimes. You you have to be a, a, a strong will and have a strong mental. You have to have a strong mentality. Imagine how many times people told Josh Allen no. In college, junior college, the NFL, he couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. A lot of players, a lot of people would give up. A lot of people would stop going. And Josh Allen just kept going. And his transformation, in my opinion, is indeed historic. So the first key ingredient to the Josh Allen effect is his transformation, right? Now, I want to get into the second key ingredient to, to the Josh Allen effect. And the second key ingredient is receivers having career years with Josh Allen at quarterback, right? And it at first it was like, you know what, John Brown and certain guys – they came in, they had good years, but it's possibly a fluke. But as we see now, 
Third time's his charm, and also the third time is no fluke. John Brown is a is key or was key to the overall development of Josh Allen. There's no question about that. I love me some Brown, some John Brown. I appreciate everything he's done in the Buffalo Bills uniform for the Buffalo Bills organization, especially Josh Allen. Right? John Brown's best year before Josh Allen was in 2015. 65 receptions, 1,003 yards, 7 TDs. All of a sudden, he comes to the Buffalo Bills. He played his role as well. He developed Josh Allen as well. It is a two-way street, but you can't deny the fact that John Brown had a career year, his best year of his NFL career in a Buffalo Bills uniform with Josh Allen throwing him the football. 2019, 72 receptions, 1,060 yards, Six uh, six touchdowns for John Brown. That was a career year, right? Everybody thought it was possibly a fluke. It could have been a one-hit wonder. It could have been uh, uh, a mirage, right? Then all of a sudden, what happens? Another key contributor to Josh Allen's development, Josh Allen's success, is Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's best year before Josh Allen was 2016, 75 receptions, 833 yards, five touchdowns. In 2020, with Josh Allen at quarterback, Cole Beasley has a career year, 82 receptions, 967 yards, four touchdowns, second team all pro for Cole Beasley. A slot receiver made the all pro team and he came from the Buffalo Bills, and Josh Allen was throwing him the football. Cole Beasley is one of the best slots in the National Football League because of the presence of Josh Allen. Now, he was good before. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get it twisted here. He was solid before, but now he's looked at as one of the best in the game, and I wish Cole Beasley all the best. He should have a, a decent market out there for, for young teams with with uh with needs at the slot receiver position. He's a guy that provides a safety blanket for young quarterbacks, and I wish him all the best. But we can't deny the fact that Cole Beasley had a career year under Josh Allen at quarterback. And last but not least, right, this guy is responsible for ultimately making Josh Allen an elite quarterback, right? And at the same time, I think Stefan Diggs was looked at in Minnesota as a very good wide receiver, but an overlooked wide receiver. He wasn't looked at as one of the elites of the elites. He had back-to-back 1,000-yard -back seasons with Minnesota, but he was still being overlooked. His best season, 2019, before Josh Allen, 63 receptions, 1,130 yards, six touchdowns with Josh Allen, 2020. 127 receptions, 1,535 yards, and eight touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Let's not ignore the back-to-back -back triple digits in receptions. 100 and, 103 last year, I believe. Uh, 127 his career year. Stephon Diggs is now looked at as a bona fide top five receiver. I want to say top three in the NFL, right? But I'm going to be nice and say top five. And that is because, obviously, he is indeed an elite uh, wide receiver and also because of the presence of number 17, right? Josh freaking Allen. 
Josh Allen uh, uh, makes players around him better. Josh Allen uh, gives players and gives receivers an opportunity to have career years when he's that quarterback throwing them the football. And you don't think the rest of the uh, National Football League noticed that? You don't think other players notice that players statistically get better when Josh Allen is throwing them the football? This is my number two key ingredient as into why this Josh Allen effect is indeed true and has propelled itself to the status it is today in making the Buffalo Bills a destination place. Receivers having career years with Josh Allen at quarterback. I want to get y'all thoughts. I want to get y'all thoughts on that. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, how do you feel about uh, Josh Allen? I got DM3. Let me see if I can get DM3 super chat up here. Let's see if I can find it. Shout out everybody in the comments. The comments are indeed flying in. Going to try to get uh, DM3 super chat in here. Again, once again, I appreciate everybody that's tuning in. If you are, uh, if you have a super chat, please put it up. Super chats indeed get pri uh, priority. Um, I'm gonna see if I can find DM3 super chat before I I move on, and then I want to get some more comments and how you feel about my my number two key ingredient. I can't find you, DM3. Can't find you. Can't find you. The, the comments are rolling in. I see if I can find. Oh, there you go. There you go. DM3, Akeem is the GOAT, always bringing the best info, insight, energy. Hey, man, DM3, I appreciate it. Appreciate the super chat. Once again, super chats do get priority. But if you know me by now, if you have an interesting comment, if you have something to talk about, I'm definitely going to put it up. Um, CR, CR, Cole, Cole has great hair. We thank him for all he did. For Josh Allen and the team, obviously, right? Uh, we appreciate Cole Beasley, what he's done. He's been a, uh, he was a security blanket for Josh Allen for a number of years. Uh, had great success. Tough kid. Uh, Tough-minded individual. And he brought tenacity, even from a little guy, right? He brought tenacity uh, for the Buffalo Bills offense. And it was indeed infectious. So we definitely appreciate what Cole has done in the Buffalo Bills uniform. And John Brown as well. John Brown as well. Um, let me get Air Allen back up here. Hey, Rich, all you need to do is find a way for us fans to come and talk to you live because the way you bring it makes me want to talk live too. Feels like the season already started. Hey, man, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. When you have the things that happen to the Buffalo Bills, you get excited. You get pumped up, right? When you have uh, eight free agent guys sign and in a season where you thought that the Buffalo Bills didn't have any money, especially when Brandon Bean's press conference hit, right? Brandon Bean, I'm paraphrasing here. He said, hey, don't expect for us to be two big players in free agency. And what happens? Isaiah McKenzie gets re-signed. Siron Neal, Raja Saffold, Von Miller, Tim Settle, uh, Daquan Jones, Shaq Lawson, Jordan Phillips, J.D. McKissick. I, I don't know what J.D. McKissick is thinking. I, he must really love... Washington and the surrounding areas because you turned down a chance to play with the Buffalo Bills and possibly win a Super Bowl to stay with the Washington Commanders. Hey, hey, uh, people want to play for the Bills, but it's not 100%. The percentages still play a factor, even if it's one, two, or three percent. But I'll take my 97% any day of the week. Um, 
let me get some more comments in here before I move on to, to my last one. Vlad, Vlad with the Super Chat. Appreciate you, Vlad. Vlad, uh, Vlad. Josh Allen is a dog, and that's coming from players around the league. People are taking notice. People are taking notice to what Josh Allen is doing, what type of player he is. And not, it's not just about him slinging the ball. What type of player he is. They know he has a rocket arm. They know he improved tremendously from year one to year three. They know that he will run you over and he don't have to slide. He will run over D linemen. He will run over linebackers. Players love that mentality, especially coming from the quarterback position. Why? Because it's a rarity. It's rare that you have the mental makeup that Josh Allen has. I don't know any quarterback that has the mental, the mental makeup that Josh Allen has around the league. There are great quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, but he doesn't have that mental makeup. There are great quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, but he doesn't have that mental makeup. He's not going to be running over defensive ends and linebackers, right? So what Josh Allen has is, is a gift, both physically and mentally, and that's something that, that the rest of the league, the NFL, the executives, the head coaches, they know and they understand. I want to get into my third key ingredient. Right. And then I'm going to get some more comments after my third key ingredient. Let me see if I can find it on the board here. Let me see if I can find it and put it on the board here. The whole world. Now, the Buffalo Bills got eliminated. Right. But everybody was still impressed, very impressed with the Buffalo Bills, especially Josh Allen. Right. And the third main key ingredient is indeed. Post season Josh Allen the entire world was watching the Buffalo Bills on one of the biggest stages on television and Josh Allen did nothing but show his elite caliber traits for the entire world to see it was a weekend it's the playoffs everybody else is home so everybody was watching from mothers to daughters to sons to nieces to nephews to other players around the league, NFL players around the league, baseball players and NBA players around the league got to witness postseason Josh Allen. And what did he do? Two postseason games against the Patriots and the Chiefs, 48 for 62. 48 for 62. Only 14 incompletions, 771 total yards, nine touchdowns, zero turnovers. Josh Allen had the highest passer rating ever in the postseason with a passer rating of 149. I'm going to repeat that. Josh Allen had the highest passer rating ever in NFL history, right? Previously, was Joe Montana at 146.4. That was in 1989. 99, 2009, 2019. That's three decades ago, right? Josh Allen eclipsed that. Before Joe Montana, it was Bart Starr in 1966 with 135.6 uh, passer rating. Josh Allen, highest passer rating in NFL history in the postseason. In six games... In Josh Allen's postseason career, he has a 65.4 completion percentage, 1,718 yards, 
14 touchdowns, just one pick, and 106.6 quarterback rating. That is the highest, the highest uh playoff passer rating in postseason history. The highest playoff passer rating <laughs> in postseason history, and that belongs to our guy, Josh Allen. Five games, Josh Allen has over 250 passing yards and 50 rushing yards. That's five games. No other player in NFL history throughout the league, throughout the, throughout the existence of the NFL, has more than three. Josh Allen has five. So what Josh Allen was able to do in the postseason while everybody was home on the couch watching Von Miller, even though he was playing, he got to watch. He got to witness the greatness of Josh Allen. Other players, impact players, great players, got to witness the greatness of Josh Allen. Other players around the league got to see the transformation of Josh Allen. Players got to see uh, Josh Allen uh, have career years with receivers. And players and execs and coaches around the league had a chance to witness the greatness of Josh Allen in the biggest stage, in the biggest lights, and that's the postseason when you win or go home, right? The Buffalo Bills did indeed lose. The Buffalo Bills' uh, 13 seconds was indeed disappointing, but it had nothing to do with Josh Allen. Everybody knows, as great as Patrick Mahomes played that game, Josh Allen outplayed him. <laughs> Josh Allen outplayed Patrick Mahomes against the Kansas City Chiefs. And it was, it was something that was amazing to see. And Josh Allen, because of those three things, uh, transformation, career years, and postseason, players around the league, impact players around the league, now want to gravitate to the Buffalo Bills. Now, all of a sudden, you heard Von Miller saying, oh, I don't, it's not about the weather. I don't care about the weather. Before, the weather was a big issue. Now, players don't give a shit about the weather, right? Why is that? It is the Josh Allen effect, and we should be blessed as Bills Mafia fans to have a player like this, a generational talent like this. Players like Josh Allen uh, comes around once every 10, 20, 30 years, <laughs> once every 10, 20, 30 years, and the odds of him coming to your favorite team is slim. And damn, Josh Allen, the generational talent, is on our team, the Buffalo Bills. The Josh Allen effect is indeed real, and he has single-handedly propelled the Buffalo Bills organizations into one of the better destination places, forget all the football, in all the sports. Josh Allen, uh, I want to get y'all thoughts. I want to get y'all thoughts, y'all feelings on, on my three key ingredients. The Josh Allen effect is indeed real. The Buffalo Bills are now a landing place. You're hearing about rookies. You're hearing about rookies like, I would love to play for the Buffalo Bills. I would love to play with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. I would love to play with Tredavious White and to learn from him. I would love to catch footballs from Josh Allen. Even the rookies understand what's going on. Even the rookies that's coming into the league watch Josh Allen, watch Buffalo Bills, and wants to become part of that process. 
wants to become part of the core players that the Buffalo Bills have possessed uh, throughout the years with Josh, uh, with Brandon Bean and, and Sean McDermott at the helm. So it's become an infectious thing throughout all levels of football for the Buffalo Bills. And again, the Josh Allen effect is real, and he is a, a, a big reason why the Buffalo Bills are indeed uh, a destination place. Let me get some comments in the comment section. How's everybody doing? Once again, if you're now in tune, uh, welcome to Billsology. I am your host, A. Rich, Akeem Richens. If you don't know me, please get to know me. You are in tune to the Built in Buffalo Network. I want to get some thoughts. My brother, DM3, DM3, uh, Air Allen. And, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of different names. It's a lot of different nicknames. Once you thought you had a nickname for Josh Allen, he does something else. And he's like, I have to make up another nickname. I have to come up with enough because the last nickname just doesn't fit anymore. He keeps trends. Uh, he keeps ascending as a player and when he keeps ascending we want to find other nicknames and i love air allen i love the creature as well because sometimes it's like wow did he really run over that defensive end did he really run over that linebacker did he really throw it 80 yards on a dime on on a on a on a cover two defense with two deep safeties you're not supposed to throw over the top when you have two deep safeties playing defense <laughs> and Josh Allen finds a way to do it, it is unheard of. It is unheard of, man. Um, let me get some more comments in the comment section. Uh, Charlie. Charlie says players has uh, had see his uh, intensity and wants to play hard for him. True leader. And that's an excellent comment, right? Because it's not just about him as a quarterback, even though it has a lot to do with it, but it's his mental makeup, right? He's not scared. He's not going to shy away from contact. He's going to make the necessary play, even if he has to put his body in harm's way. And that's a major reason why we wanted a backup quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky, right? That's a, a part of the reason why the Buffalo Bills could have went and got a Matt Barkley or, or one of these lesser free agents. But what did they do? They went to trade a seventh round pick because they had two seventh round picks, right? And they wanted to get uh, one of the better backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, he is not no starting material caliber quarterback. Uh, he is not no great quarterback in Case Keenum by any stretch of imagination. But what Case Keenum can do, if God forbid, if God forbid Josh Allen, because of his style of play, if he goes down for a game or two, Case, he Case Keenum can indeed hold the fort and still uh, have Buffalo Bills as a as a competitive ball club, right? Because Josh Allen is just such a tenacious player and plays with so much physicality at the quarterback position. Uh, Jermaine, I really believe we open up the offense. Al Allen may have one of his best seasons a quarterback has ever had. I, I it's possible, right? It's possible. Now we see. Uh, OJ Howard has signed. We're going to get, get into him in a minute. Ken Dorsey may want to implement two tight end sets, and we're going to see what happens, what unfolds with this new offense that Ken Dorsey is probably going to provide. Is he going to keep some things that Brian Dable had and what worked well? I'm pretty sure he is, but I'm pretty sure he's also going to implement some things that he wants to implement now that he's the coach 
uh, the, the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. But nevertheless, I agree with the sentiment uh, 100%. Um, let me get some more comments before I move on. Jason says, big ball of bean, big ball of bean. Arturo says, I, I say Allen Diggs, Allen helps Diggs be the best version of himself and Diggs helps Allen be more accurate. So both help each other. 100% accurate. 100% accurate. It goes both ways with all the receivers. John Brown helped out the development of Josh Allen. Josh Allen helped out John Brown as him having a career year. Cole Beasley was a was a tremendous and, and vital security blanket for Josh Allen. And Josh Allen returned a favor and gave Cole Beasley a career year. Stephon Diggs was always one of the better receivers in the NFL, but was kind of overlooked in, in Minnesota. And Josh Allen uh, is the reason why Stephon Diggs is not overlooked anymore. Josh Allen is the reason why Stephon Diggs has propelled himself to one of the best receivers in the NFL. And on the flip side, Stephon Diggs is uh, a main reason why Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best, like I think, quarterbacks in the NFL. So it's a, it's a, it's a hell of a marriage. It's marriages. And these marriages that the Buffalo Bills have been coming up with throughout the years have been working for all parties, right? So excellent comment, nevertheless. Uh, Mark says, not sold on Case Keenum, hey, man. Uh, it's backup quarterbacks. It's hard to sell yourself on, on any backup quarterback. All quarterbacks have some type of deficiencies, especially when you're talking about backup quarterbacks, right? Backup quarterbacks are backup quarterbacks for a reason. So, uh, but I understand. I get 100%. Uh, DM3. Receivers is a huge need right now. 100% agree, man. 100% agree. I saw Brandon Bean's press conference. I, I'm not sure what to believe anymore <laughs> because he said that before where he, he we didn't expect to be big players and we went out and got these free agents. But uh, based on Brandon Bean's last press conference, press, press conference we may be done uh, with, with big names and free agency and spending money. So we may have to look for the, to the draft. And in my opinion, I want to get Josh Allen as much toys as humanly possible. So I'm willing to double up in the draft. If we're not going to get no veteran receiver, let's go take two receivers in the first five rounds and, and, and get Josh Allen as much toys as possible, especially this draft being a deep draft. This is a deep draft at the wide receiver position. And why not get Josh Allen more toys? Why not give opposing defenses more things to worry about, more things to consider, more of a headache when it's time to prepare for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills uh, throughout the week? So definitely more receivers is a need. But I'm interested to see how this two tight end set thing is going to work with the Buffalo Bills as well. And um, excellent comments. I want to move on. I want to move on, right? Free agency. Uh, the Josh Allen effect is the reason why the Buffalo Bills get to have the free agency that they have, right? And I just want to, I just want to let you guys on in on a few things, right? I want you to guys to hear a few things. This is how infectious it is, and hopefully. I don't get in trouble for this, but it's so good. I got I got to do it anyway, right? I got to do it anyway. So I'm still shocked. This is a real moment. Oh, <laughs> go Buffalo, man. Look how excited 
Tim uh, Tim Settle was. I'm still shocked. This is a real moment. Whoa! <laughs> Go Buffalo, man. A Ric Flair woo during the press conference. How excited is that 24-year-old young man? Right? How excited is he? Hey. Josh and Allen, I'm here, baby. Let's go. Bill's Mafia. Look how... Look, Josh and Allen, I'm here, baby. Let's go. Bill's Mafia. Daquan Jones is a veteran in the NFL. Jay, uh, Daquan Jones is uh, 30 years old. And you see the... The, uh, the happiness in his face. You see the excitement in his face. Josh freaking Allen, he's here. Let's go. This is what the Josh Allen effect brings. This is what the Josh Allen effect brings out of players, right? I mean, you have the best, best quarterback in the league. You have one of the best receivers in the league. We just signed the best pass rusher in the league. Uh, Ed's playing really well. Uh, you're going to get Tredavious White back. You have the two best safeties in the league. Got one of the best linebackers in the league. Why wouldn't you come back? Hey, man, why wouldn't you come back? You hear all these things that us as Buffalo Bills fans, we're not accustomed hearing. And I'm going to play this. I'm not going to play it too long, but I'm going to play this snippet, and I'm going to get right to it. When I left Denver and I went to L.A., I said, I'm not going, I'm not going back. I'm not leaving. I said, I said, I'm not leaving. And it had to be something special. It had to be this. It had to be the Buffalo Bills and, you know, what they've created here. It had to be the, the Bills Mafia. It, it had to be. Um... Do, you, do you see that? That is an all pro in Von Miller. And we're going to get right to it, right? Von Miller signed a $120 million deal over six years, right? You see the you see what he said in his press conference in that little snippet. <clears throat> you see what everybody else was saying, the excitement, the joy in their faces. You see what Jordan Phillips has said during his press conference. It is infectious what's going on with, with the Buffalo Bills and the Josh Allen effect. Lord, one of the better players and probably first ballot Hall of Famer in Von Miller to the Buffalo Bills at a six-year, $120 million deal. Now, personally, I don't care about the contract. <laughs> I do not care about the contract. I simply do not care. I'd rather have Von Miller than nobody. I'd rather have Von Miller than, no disrespect, just calling a spade a spade. I'd rather have Von Miller than uh, Mario Addison. I'd rather have Von Miller than, than other guys that's out here in free agency. And I'm not going to get too hung up over the contract. It's essentially, because Brandon Bean is incredible at his job, right? It's essentially a three-year, $52.5 million deal uh, for Von Miller. For Von Miller, Brandon Bean, and the Buffalo Bills organization. Let me put his picture up here, right? Von Miller. What he brings, what he does for the Buffalo Bills. First of all, let's talk about his resume. I'm going to get into Von Miller. Then I want to get everybody's thoughts on Von Miller. Do you think we overpaid? Do you care we overpaid or not? Are you worried about his age? Do you hate the contract? I want to get your thoughts when I'm finished, right? But Von Miller's resume, 116 sacks over the course of his career, 154 tackles for loss, 233 career quarterback hits. <clears throat> Von Miller has had seven plus seasons 
with uh, seven seasons with 10 or more sacks. Everybody was worried. Hey, we got Von Miller too old. We didn't get the best version of Von Miller. According to PFF, Von Miller, third overall edge defender, 88.7 PFF grade, 75 pass rush grade, 86 run defense grade. Von Miller, even at his age at 32, is playing at a high level. Von Miller, even at his age, uh, on the other side of 30, is still getting to the quarterback, pressuring the quarterback at a consistent level. And I love our defense for the Buffalo Bills. We was first in a number of categories last year, but the Buffalo Bills, what they did great and what they did very well was play uh, exceptional team defense, right? But I think we all can agree that the Bills were, they were missing that, that impact game-changing player, right? That one player that opposing offenses had to discuss throughout the week, we was missing. That one player that the quarterback has to identify uh, pre-snap before he hikes the football. That one player we was missing, right? That impact player he was miss we was missing, right? That one player, when you need a, a big play, that when you need a big game-changing momentum play, when you have to have a play being made and you're looking around at the guys who's going to make the play, who is going to step up and make this play? Who is going to step up and, and be the leader of the defense and say, damn it, I am the guy that y'all brought here and I'm going to make sure this happens. And that is the guy in Von Miller. That is the impact player that we have. That's the impact player we need. And that is the impact player we've been missing for several years on this good Buffalo Bills defense. And I love, I love the Von Miller signing. Of course, did I want Chandler Jones? Yes, but this is a hell of a consolation prize in Von Miller. And I got a salute. I got a salute. I want to give a standing ovation to our guy, our wizard, Brandon Bean. 316 several years ago, he brought in an elite player, Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs has been doing nothing but performing ever since, right? Now, 316 several years later, he brings in Von Miller to the Buffalo Bills. He got a guy. This is how real the Josh Allen effect is. He left California. <laughs> you left California, a beautiful new stadium, uh, the beautiful weather, uh, the beautiful scenery in California. Von Miller left to come play with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, says it all. That says it all. Ladies and gentlemen, what are your thoughts on the Von Miller signing? How do you feel? Uh, was you happy? How ecstatic was you? Uh, what do you what grade do you give Von Miller signing to the Buffalo Bills? A, B, C, D, A minus, B plus, C minus. I want to know your grades. Let me get some thoughts here. And while I get some thoughts and get some comments, everybody put their grade in the comment section. What 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 grade do they give the Buffalo Bills signing of Von Miller? Um, get some comments in here. Yo, Dan, what's going on, Dan? Uh, DM3 says, I agree. I know that Dorsey likes two TEs. Definitely, definitely going to have that conversation about the two tight ends. Let me get some thoughts about 
Let me get some thoughts about uh, let me get some thoughts about the signing of Von Miller. Thoughts about the signing of Von Miller and the and the comments are flying. The comments are indeed flying. Um, gotta go. Love your Bills fam. Hey, hey, uh, Sophia, I appreciate you. I appreciate appreciate you for dropping in. Appreciate you for dropping in. Um, let me get Jeff on here. Let me get Jeff. <clears throat> Allen has a lot to do with it, but it's also a family atmosphere in the locker room that the players, the players like most definitely, most definitely, right? But sometimes, you know, these players, these outside players, they don't know exactly how family oriented that, that locker room is until they get in there experience it, right? So I agree with you hundred percent, but a lot of that as well is based on what what they've been seeing from the Buffalo Bills with the winning culture. The joy in winning, the quarterback, the Josh Allen effect, the stability within the organization, all these things play a factor into why the Buffalo Bills are now a, a destination place for impact players, right? Excellent comment. <clears throat> Excellent comment. Uh, Von Miller, how do you feel? How do you feel? Um, Said uh Dan, uh Dan says need to get protection, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh we're gonna get into the next guy in a second, but you know, Ryan Brian Bates is taking his taking his tour around the league with the Vikings and the Bears. We're gonna see what happens with Ryan Bates. We're gonna see if he gets an offer. We're gonna see if the Bills match that offer. I think they should. I, in my opinion, they shouldn't even play around with uh Ryan Bates to begin with. Ryan Bates should be signed. He shouldn't even be out in these visits to begin with, if you ask me. But that's a story for another day. I know uh, Bean was probably focused on other things, busy with free agency and, and more impactful players. But we're definitely going to see. Uh, interior offensive line is definitely uh, definitely a need for the Buffalo Bills. And that will be in play. That will be in play. Along with interior offensive line, receiver, and cornerback is definitely in play in the first round. And I think uh, all those all those needs will get addressed within the first three or four rounds, right? <clears throat> I do believe the Buffalo Bills should double up at receiver and never know. You might need to double up at corner as well because, in my opinion, the Bills are pretty stacked on the defensive line, right? The Buffalo Bills, they drafted uh, A.J. Panessela a couple years ago. They drafted Ed Oliver a few years ago. They drafted Gregory Rousseau and, Car and Carlos Boogie Basham last year. I don't think it's... it's, it's uh, uh, necessity for the Buffalo Bills to go D-line again. You got AJ, you got Carlos, you got Gregory, you got Vaughn, you got Jordan Phillips and Shaq Lawson and Daquan Jones and Tim Settle and Ed Oliver. The Bills, in my opinion, are completely stacked on the defensive line where they don't have to touch it in the draft. So I think some positions of, of, of need are in interior offensive line. And I do think they should double up on wide receiver some, some, uh, somewhere in the draft, first and third round, second and fourth round. Uh, and cornerback may need to be double up on as well, right? Because we don't know when Tredavious White's coming back. Uh, when he does come back, that's his first year uh, uh, after having an ACL injury. I truly believe that players that suffer significant injuries – uh, become more of themselves the second year removed from the from a from a major injury as opposed to a first. So as the first year, so I do think the Buffalo Bills, uh, beyond Dane Jackson is is Cam Lewis and Teron Johnson is a is a slot corner. So that has to be addressed as well, right? So it's going to be some interesting things where 
the Buffalo Bills going to have to address some needs still in the draft. But uh, I, I like where I like where we're headed. I like the direction we're headed thus far. Um, Mark says our defense is scary good. I com- I agree 100. percent I agree 100. percent um, DM3 says the Bills only have two guards under contract. That is right. That is right. Final grade. Any grades? Any grades? For Von Miller, signing Von Miller, the big impact free agent, the big impact uh, pass rusher that the Bills been clamoring for, that us Bills fans, uh, we probably wanted for a number of years, right? Because what we say, what we say that the Bills, the Bills don't get sacks. The Bills, Jerry Hughes, and certain guys are among the league leader in pressures, but they don't necessarily take the guy down all the time, right? Especially in crucial situations. Well, now we have a player that pressures the quarterback and actually brings down the quarterback. So he brings the combination of the two. So Von Miller, in my opinion, he's a huge signing. And I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, a solid A. I'm going to give this signing for the Buffalo Bills a a solid A uh, for signing Von Miller. Uh, I would go A+, plus, but... uh, I'm not going to get carried away, right? I won't get carried away and be overly biased, but I do think A is definitely a sufficient grade for Von Miller. Um, let me get y'all. Let me get y'all grades up here. I think everybody agrees. I think most agree. John has an A. Uh, Kate has an A. What's going on, Kate? What's going on? Y has an A. Rick has an A. My brother, my brother. Let's talk, man. I was shocked. Hey, I was shocked too, bro. I was shocked. I appreciate you joining the chat. Um, I'm going def- to definitely hit you up after the show, bro. I hope you're enjoying the show. Air, Air, Air Allen says, hey, man, A+. Plus. And I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I am not mad at you, Air Allen. A+. Plus. I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, John Jordan says, hey, hey, man. I, and I agree with this sentiment 100%. Bean is indeed a magician. Bean is indeed a magician, man. And Von Miller... Excellent signing for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, let me go ahead and move on to my next guy, right? My next guy, I think, I think this was, I think this was a, I think this signing was about familiarity. The, the offensive line coach is very familiar with this guy. And this is a, a, a mountain of a man. I do think he is an upgrade over Darrell Williams. And I like this, I like this picture because. It's a Pro Bowl picture. Even though the Pro Bowl doesn't mean shit, it looks good. This picture just looks good to have Roger Saffold next to uh, Deion Dawkins. Two Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl offensive linemen that was just in the Pro Bowl are now are now going to be uh, protecting the, the, the franchise himself, Josh Allen, right? Uh, Roger Saffold. Signs a, a one-year deal with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Pro Bowl last season. Replaces Darrell Williams at, at guard. I think that uh, he is an upgrade over Darrell Williams. I don't think uh, Darrell Williams is a scrub or a bum by any stretch of the imagination. But I do think he did struggle some when he kicked him inside. <clears throat> and I do think that the release was warranted because... The Buffalo Bills, they didn't have the cap space, so to speak, right? And uh, kicking him into guard, he was making a significant amount of money as opposed to playing tackle. Darrell Williams' salary, it fit playing tackle, but it was a little overpaid for him playing guard, so the release was warranted. Uh, 
He's going to replace Roger Saffold, Daryl Williams. Only missed five games in six seasons, right? So the durability is there. And you see by this picture, uh, Roger Saffold is a mountain of a man. He brings size. He brings physicality to the Buffalo Bills. He is indeed a road grader in the run department. I think if, if Devin Singletary, if Ken Dorsey is going to, is going to make uh, Devin Singletary more of a workhorse back. I think Devin Singletary could have a thousand yard season for the Buffalo Bills, especially in a contract year. We all know how players play in the contract year. They all usually excel in the contract year. And if Devin Singletary get the opportunities, I think he's going to flourish behind this offensive line, even though we do still need to upgrade and do still need to kink the offensive line a little bit. Right. Um, Roger Saffold, he reunites with the offensive line coach, Aaron Cromer. And I love, I love the name OG Bobby Johnson because I could put the OG behind the Bobby Johnson and it all fits, right? But Aaron Cromer is indeed an upgrade as an offensive line coach over OG Bobby Johnson. So I wasn't mad at all when Bobby Johnson decided or elected to go with Brian move the ball to the New York Giants. And uh, the, the Buffalo Bills organization, Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, they did a tremendous job filling in a replacement for, for, Bobby John, for Bobby Johnson. And think of what the Buffalo Bills has done, right? Think about the, off, the, the, the staff that, that uh, they brought in to replace certain guys. Uh, Aaron Cromer replaces Bobby Johnson. I think that's an upgrade. Uh, Ken Dorsey moves up to offensive coordinator. Who did they bring in to replace Ken Dorsey? They brought in Joe Brady. Joe Brady was one of the brilliant offensive minds coming into the NFL before he went to Carolina, right? Joe Brady had the, the greatest offense in college football history just a few short seasons ago. And now he is the offensive line coach, uh, the, the, the quarterback's coach for the Buffalo Bills, right? Uh, Mike Shula. I'm not a fan of Mike Shula as an offensive coordinator, but I'm not mad at Mike Shula as an offensive assistant for the Buffalo Bills, right? So think of all the all the replacement coaches that the Buffalo Bills has came with, and I think they've done a, a tremendous, tremendous job filling in replacements at the replacement needy positions. And getting back- Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's a Roger Saffold. He's a veteran. He turns 34 next season. He's still uh, he's a, he's a little up there in age, but again, he's a role grader as a run blocker. And we hope, or I hope, I was diving into uh, a little bit about Roger Saffold. I was looking at some stats and uh, I, I was looking at some tape. We we hope that he would be he'll be a a better pass protector uh, this year as opposed to last year, right? Uh, uh, one thing that is slightly concerning about Roger Saffold, I look at his PFF grades, and again, PFF is not the end-all, be-all. PFF is not the main metric I go by, but it's one of the metrics I go by. And the last three seasons, 
Roger Saffold, he's declined a little bit in pass protection. Uh, 70, he had a 75 overall grade in pass protection in 2019, which is solid. In 2020, he, he didn't pass protect too well, 56.5. In 2021, his passing grade, his pass blocking grade was a 44.8. 44.8 pass blocking grade, that's not, that's not great. That's not good at all. In fact, that's pretty damn bad. <laughs> so uh, I seen that he's dropped a little down, downgraded a little in pass protection. And we hope, and I hope that uh, coming back with an offensive line coach he's familiar with in Aaron Cromer combined with a guy like Josh Allen and guys next to him like a Mitch Morse and, and, and Deion Dawkins can can pick back up his pass protection game, right? Roger Saffo. So those, I like the signing, but those are some slight concerns. He's been down in pass protection the last three years. Uh, he's a little up there in age. He's 34 and he's had a shoulder thing. We talk about his durability. He only missed five games in six seasons. But he had a shoulder issue last year, and specialists has told him he doesn't have to get surgery. So he elected to rest that shoulder, and uh, we hope that's a, uh, that's a right decision as well, right? So I I love the move. I think he's a mammoth of a man. I think he's still a very good offensive lineman. But I'm gonna go ahead and give the Roger Saffo signing uh, a B grade. I'm gonna give it a B, a solid B for Roger Saffo. I think he is. A slight upgrade over Darrell Williams. I don't think it's a significant upgrade, but an upgrade is an upgrade nevertheless. I want to get your thoughts on Roger Saffo's signing. Do you like the signing? What grade do you get it? Give it A, B, C, D. How do you feel about the Roger Saffo signing? Um, Daniel says, I wasn't even thinking uh, Von Miller was an option for the Buffalo Bills. Me either. Right. Because I tend to believe what Brandon Bean says in these press conferences. So when he says I don't ex don't expect us to be big players, I wasn't expecting it. But I did have uh, Chandler Jones on my wish list just because the Bills needed that edge rusher. And because Chandler Jones was talking about it, it wasn't about the money. And he just want to go to a team that fits his scheme and stuff like that. But he wasn't on my radar either, man. Uh, but I'm not mad. I'm not mad we have him. I'm, I, I will gladly take him, and I and I love the move for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Rick says, I listened to all our new and returning players' press conferences. They all mentioned the family and, and community and the overall atmosphere, and that's 100% correct, man. And that makes you wonder, what the hell is going on? What the hell went on with, with, with Brian Dable and... And what, what the hell went on in the combine when they was, when they said there was some rift between Sean McDermott and some of the some of the coaching staffs that Sean McDermott had in place, right? Rumors are indeed rumors, uh, especially during this time of year. Until you see it as a as a known fact, and right now, I I don't see those as known facts. I see those as as general rumors because the Buffalo Bills indeed have a family-oriented atmosphere. Jordan Phillips will tell you. Shaq Lawson will tell you. Uh, a number of guys will tell you that. So uh, excellent comment. Um, Yep, Von Miller is 32. He is 32. We'll be here for at least three years. He has an out after 2025. So he's going to be here for his 32, 33, 34 seasons. Or 33, 34, and 35 seasons. He's here guaranteed at least three years. Now, if Von Miller can bring us a Super Bowl, 
What what more can we ask for? Right? If Von Miller could bring us that tenacity and bring us that sack rush, uh, that that um pass rushing presence, what more it what more could we ask for? His main agenda for coming here is to hoist that Lombardi trophy. And he could be, I believe, the first player in NFL history if he does it with the Buffalo Bills to win three Super Bowls with three different teams. He's won one with Denver. He's won one with the Rams. And now he's going to win one with the Buffalo Bills. Yes, I said he's going to win one. You got to speak it to existence. He's going to win one with the Buffalo Bills. Um, any thoughts? Let me get some thoughts on the Roger Saffo signing. I agree. I agree. Plenty of gas left, left in the tank for Vaughn Miller. Plenty of gas left in the tank for Vaughn. Um, Daniel says, Cromer is a big upgrade over Bobby Johnson. Eager to see what he uh, what he can do with the current offensive line personnel. I'm eager to see as well, bro. bro. I'm eager to see as well. Eager to see. Um, what's your final grades? Final grade on Roger Saffold. I'm going to go ahead and give it a solid B. What's your final grade? On Roger Saffold. Let me get some. Christopher. Christopher has a grade of a B of Roger Saffold. I like it. I agree with you. I got I got it as a B as well. David, I'm gonna definitely get into that, David Hawkins. Definitely get into that. Solid B. Solid B for, for Roger Saffold. I like it. I like it. Solid, solid B. Anybody else? Any grades for Roger Saffold before we move on to our next guy? We've been going on a little bit over an hour. It's been an hour already. This has been fun thus far. Right, a little bit over an hour already. Uh, once again, you're in tune to Billsology. I am a rich Hakeem Richens. If you don't know me, please get to know me. This is indeed the Built in Buffalo Network. Uh, Air Allen has uh, a minus. Uh, Kate has K has B. Uh, not bad, Grace. Chiggy, Chiggy has B. I like it. I like it. Adam, Adam has a grade of a B. Okay, solid overall overall grades. For Roger Saffold. John, John, my bro John says Saffold B and he will be okay. I think so too. I think so too. As long as that shoulder holds up and as long as those specialists are indeed correct about uh, all his shoulder need is time and rest to heal and not surgery, uh, Roger Saffold will be okay. David says B plus. And last but not least, Kim says B. Overall, pretty damn good grades. Pretty damn good grades for Roger Saffold. Um, Roger Saffold, Von Miller. Let's get into our next guy, right? Let's get into our next free agent acquisition for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, let's go ahead and do a, a, a re-sign, right? <clears throat> we talk about other, uh, our signings. Let's get into our re-sign because we, he did re-sign. He could have went to any team he wanted to go to, and I think this was a big acquisition for the Bills. And that's Isaiah McKenzie. Right, <clears throat> two years, two year deal worth four point four point four million dollars. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie is now a veteran for this Buffalo Bills offense. Right, Isaiah McKenzie last year twenty receptions, one hundred seventy eight yards, one touchdown, one rushing touchdown. I think those numbers are going to get up, are going to go up. I think Isaiah McKenzie is going to get an uptick in production, an uptick, an uptick in snaps. And an uptick across the board. Isaiah McKenzie, especially right now, how our receiver room looks, right? <clears throat> Look at our receiver room. You have Stefan Diggs. You have Gabriel Davis. You have Isaiah McKenzie. You have Jake Kumaro, 
who was a special teamer. You have Marquez Stevens Stevenson, who honestly, I got to call a spade is a, a spade a spade. I don't think he's the guy. I'm not sure if he's going to make the team this year. Uh, you have Isaiah Hodgins, who everybody is has been waiting for to show up, but he hasn't shown up yet. And I can't go off hearsay. He didn't prove anything, right? So right now, our receiving core is is a little is a little dim, is a little slim. So because of that, and because of potential rookies that may come in, uh, Isaiah McKenzie should become more of a focal point within the offense. Last year, Isaiah McKenzie was on the field for 24% of the offensive plays. 24%. That's not much at all. Of those, of the 24% of the plays he was in, the offensive snaps he was in, only 4% of the plays went his way. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Buffalo Bills to unleash Isaiah McKenzie. Let him use that 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 track star speed, that sub four four speed. Get down the field on them crossing routes. Get down the field on them on them vertical routes and do what he does best. There was there was uh when he had that big game against the Patriots, a lot of the Buffalo a lot of his Buffalo Bills teammates said he looked like Tyreek Hill out there. Right now, there's only one Tyreek Hill, but Isaiah McKenzie did possess that type of speed and presence. And give the gave the Buffalo Bills some juice offensively. And I think Ken Dorsey has to figure out a way to make Isaiah McKenzie more of a focal point. He is not re-signed to be a punt and kick returner. Can he do it? Will he do it? Maybe. But the main reason Isaiah McKenzie has been re-signed for the Buffalo Bills, in my opinion, is to be more of a focal point of the on the offensive side of the ball. This man, in my opinion, has proven he is more than a gadget player. He could be a solid slot receiver, a dangerous wide receiver that can give opposing defenses headaches in this NFL. It is time for the Buffalo Bills to unleash Isaiah McKenzie within the offense. Um, I want to get your thoughts on Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, do you believe he was signed? to be a part of the offense or be a part of special teams. I think he's going to probably do a little bit of both, but the Buffalo Bills should indeed make him a focal point within the offense. And because of the lack of depth and the lack of proven players within the Buffalo Bills wide receiving room, I'm going to give this grade another solid A for the Buffalo Bills, for Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, and the Buffalo Bills. I think we got to steal. Two years, $4.4 million for Isaiah McKenzie? I think he's going to outperform <laughs> that compensation. And he's one guy that will indeed play for Candy. I thought he was bullshitting a couple of years ago when he said that. But this contract, I in my heart of hearts, Isaiah McKenzie could have got a better contract, could have got more money if he went elsewhere. And uh, he spoke about a, a, a thing that... Um, I believe in tremendously, and that's loyalty, right? He spoke about having one barber and one and and one of so many things, right? Isaiah McKenzie spoke on loyalty. He hold his word true, and he is indeed loyal to the Buffalo Bills. And in return, the Buffalo Bills is loyal to him and rewarding him with that contract. And I'm going to go ahead and give Isaiah McKenzie 
uh, and this grade an A for the Buffalo Bills. What are your thoughts on Isaiah McKenzie? Isn't he more of a gadget? Is he, isn't he more than just a gadget guy? I believe he is. Adam says McKenzie A. I love it. I love it, man. I love it. No, uh, McKenzie. Uh, Christopher said McKenzie is a focal point of the offense. He should be. He should be. He definitely should be. He fumbled once last year. He went in the doghouse, and I, I didn't necessarily agree with the coaching staff, Sean McDermott and coaching staff, for putting Sean, uh, for putting Isaiah McKenzie in the doghouse. And because he was in the doghouse when he fumbled, his first fumble since 2018, I was concerned on if Isaiah McKenzie would be back with the Bills. But obviously no hard feelings, and, and he is indeed back with the Bills, and he should be a focal point. Um, Daniel says, Daniel gives it a B, solid B. I'm not mad at it at all. Not mad at all. Every, everybody's not going to say A's, right? Uh, Lone Wolf says C+. Plus. Lone Wolf, C plus for what? Roger Saffold or Isaiah McKenzie? Which is, who's your C plus for? Let me get some more grades here. Let me get some more grades. Isaiah McKenzie. Oh, Dully. What's going on, Dully? Or Dooley, B plus for Isaiah McKenzie. B plus. Uh, Mandy says, what's going on, Mandy? Mandy says, worth more than that four mil. Oh, uh, you hit it spot on. You hit it spot on. Worth more than that four mil. Braxton Berrios got about two years, $12 million, six per year. I understand he's an all-pro returner, but he's just a returner, right? Uh, Isaiah McKenzie definitely could have got an extra mil, mil and a half for his services, man. Most definitely. Little Dirty. Little Dirty's an A. Mark. Mark says Little Dirty's an A. Eric says benching for the fumble on a trip is, is curious. Was it related to attitude at the time? Sounds like he got uh, back on board 100%. Yeah, it was, it, was the, it was curious. It was a big fumble. Don't get me wrong. It was a big fumble, but, you know, you know Josh Allen fumbles a lot. Devin Singletary fumbled. Um, guys fumble, you know, and as long as it's not a... As long as it's not a, a continuous thing, as long as it's not a redundant thing, I think that uh, Isaiah McKenzie will be okay. Um, Jeff Davis says, if they didn't bring McKenzie back to be part of the offense, then there would be no reason. Then be no reason to bring him back. I agree. Hey, man, Jeff Davis, excellent, excellent comment here, man. Excellent comment here, bro. I agree with you wholeheartedly, hundred percent. Lone Wolf. McKenzie is C, only because outside of one good game, he had no production last season. Hopefully, he gets more chances. I, and I think that's what it's about, right? I think that Isaiah McKenzie was the, the Tim Settle in the wide receiver room for the Buffalo Bills in terms of lack of production because he didn't get that playing time, only on the field on the offense 24% of the time. His focal point last year was indeed special teams. And I think he was in the top 12 in the special teams before – uh, Sean McDermott took that role or minimized that role for him. So um, I definitely expect him to be uh, more of a focal point within the offense. And I expect him to exceed and succeed in the Buffalo Bills offense. Um, I can't wait to see what Ken Dorsey, what type of philosophy, what type of scheme he's going to bring to this Buffalo Bills offense. Um, Jamie says, Plus, Charbonnet declare for the Charbonnet to declare for the draft. I'm not sure who that is. I'm not sure who that is. What team? What team he plays for? Chiggy says 
Stevenson going to return punts this year, so I'm thinking McKenzie will get more playing time. Interesting. Interesting. You think Marquez Stevenson is going to return points? I, hey, I hope you're right. To me, I, I'm not sure if he's the guy. Uh, I, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to, going to make it their duty, kind of like how they found Tyler Bass in, in the fifth round, found their kicker. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to prioritize finding a, a, a punt returner or a kick returner in the draft. It could be a fifth round or a sixth round pick. That could be that could be the main reason that particular player gets drafted for, but I think they're going to try to find a punt returner, kick returner that excelled in that in college and, and bring them to the Buffalo Bills. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Manny says, given the opportunity, his production will increase. That dude is a race car. Agreed 100%. Last but not least, Sam Mazza. My bro Sam says, hey. Sam says, hey. Um, Skyline says, thoughts on cornerback. Before I move on to my next guy. Thoughts on cornerback? <clears throat> uh, slim, right? Tredavious White coming off a torn ACL. I spoke about this a little earlier. Trey White coming off a torn ACL. His first year coming off a torn ACL. So what happens? That player, he has to get back his trust in that knee. He has to realize, because it's a mental hurdle Trey White has to cross. He has to understand and realize that, hey, uh, my knee is indeed good, right? I can I can make these, these cuts to stay with receivers because that's that's the thing with these cornerbacks, right? They got to build that trust mentally in their knee because they're, they're constantly shifting and making cuts and trying to keep up with receivers. So I think that uh, prioritizing cornerback for the Buffalo Bills should be a priority. And I, just like the receiver position, we have eight picks. I think four of those picks should go to receivers and cornerbacks. I think they should double up on that position. Now, if they sign the free agent cornerback, uh, this offseason, I would definitely say get at least one cornerback. So since we didn't, I think the Buffalo Bills should did it, it should indeed look for two cornerbacks in the draft because we might not get the best Tredavious White this year. And after Tredavious White, it's going to be uh, Dane Jackson, uh, Cam Lewis, and, and, and I don't know who else, right? So I think that uh, Elijah Griffin, so guys like that. Uh, so I think that the Buffalo Bills should double down on a cornerback position uh, so Trey White could get healthy so you don't have to rush him back. And because of the lack of depth uh, uh, that that the Bills have at the cornerback position. So definitely should uh, prioritize it. Definitely should prioritize it. Um, Eric Cleveland says, I disagree. He went off every, every, every opportunity. He didn't fade when given a chance after the opportunity. Uh, other wide receivers love him. Josh thinks he's hilarious. All good signs. Yeah. Given the opportunity, given the opportunity, Isaiah McKenzie come, came through. He's shown that speed. He's shown elusiveness. He's shown good hands. He held on to the football. He's shown he could catch Josh Allen footballs. So uh, with every opportunity, he's shown that he's indeed capable of handling, handling the position. Um, I want to move on. Hey, Jamie. I gotta post. I got. I gotta. I gotta see it. I gotta see the Bills mock draft. I'm interested to see your mock draft, bro. Definitely interested to see it. Um, I want to move on to the to the next guy, right? And that next guy, that next free agent, is this young man right here, Tim Settle. Now, I'm really excited about this young man from the Washington Commodores, right? <clears throat> Tim Settle signed a two year deal. For the Buffalo Bills, we're talking about a guy that was uber talented, is a very, very talented player, 
that we talk about Isaiah McKenzie not getting the not getting the chances, right? Well, Tim Settle was subtle, was the same way in Washington. He didn't get the chances, he didn't get the opportunities or enough opportunities because he was hot, he was behind that that deep uh defensive line from the Washington Commodores. But every chance that this kid got to play, uh, he excelled, right? Tim Settle. And I and I looked at some film and I was very impressed at a lot of things he was able to do. And just to check this out right quick from Tim Settle. This is a Tim Settle highlight. Look at, look at the movement he makes. Double team again. Going out, making the play. Stopping him on third down. This is just downright impressive. What this big man is doing, people hanging all over him. That's against our nemesis. The New England Patriots, right? The double team came off the double team, fought off those blocks, and not only uh, played off the double team, he made the play. He made the play. Tim Settle, um, I'm very, very excited about this kid. 70 overall PFF grade in 2021. He can play both one tech and three tech. Brandon Bean said in his press conference that he'll probably start at the one tech. I'm very, I'm very interested to see this kid Tim Settle play. He has a chance to, he has a chance to make do of his opportunities. He has a chance to be a core player for the Buffalo Bills. This young man is only 24 years old. He's only 24 years old, and I think he will get every opportunity to excel with the Buffalo Bills, even in Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier's heavy rotation. He should get more snaps and more playing time than he did with the Washington Commodores. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see this young man play. I think that uh, Tim Settle, after looking at some film evaluation, after looking at some tape, uh, you saw that little that little clip there, that little highlight there. I think he could come in and, and really do some good things for the Buffalo Bills. I'm really excited about this acquisition. And he is... The, the underrated player in the Buffalo Bills free agency signings, right? He is uh, the guy that I'm most curious and most excited to see. I damn sure think the Buffalo Bills upgraded along the defensive line. I know we lost Harrison Phillips. Uh, and I'm going to take a step further. As a football team, I know we lost Harrison Phillips and, and, and A.J. Klein and, and Levi Wallace and Cole Beasley and... Uh, Daryl Williams, we lost some players, right? But with the players, the acquisitions that we do have, that we did make, I think the Buffalo Bills are a better football team than they were a couple of weeks ago. And I'm very excited about this Tim Settle kid, uh, big kid, nimble kid, agile athlete for a man his size. And the Buffalo Bills, man, uh, I think is a, another diamond in the rough kind of player that they have with Tim Settle, but it remains to be seen. So right now, I'm going to go ahead and give this grade. Tim Settle signing with the Buffalo Bills on a two-year contract as a solid B. Uh, you know what? I lie. B plus. <laughs> I'm going B plus for Tim Settle because I think he's going to be uh, uh, a very good performer for the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Bills D-line. 23 years old, lining him up with Ed Oliver and being able to mix and match combinations along the defensive front. And I, I can't wait to see it. What are your thoughts? What is everybody's thoughts on Tim Settle? What's everybody's thoughts? Daniel says, um, 
uh, Daniel says B plus. Daniel says B plus. Uh, Eric Cleveland wants the contract grades, the con the um the contract details. Let me see if I can get that for you right quick. Uh, Eric, let me see if I can get that for you. Tim Settle's contract, <clears throat> and I think I think he I, I think he signed a a favorable contract. We all know Brandon Bean is a, is a is a magician in how he does the contracts. And I think he signed a, a very good one for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Tim Settle's contract is a two-year deal. A two-year deal. His he's making he's making two mil this year, two mil uh two mil this year, two mil next year. If I'm not mis if I'm reading this correctly, so uh, contract value two years. Oh, excuse me, two years, nine million dollar deal, four and a half million dollars a season for. For Tim Settle. Two two years, nine million dollar deal for Tim Settle. Uh Bills Mafia says better than, than the Harrison and his knee. Harrison Phillips, uh, he played ball, man. And shout out his Harrison Phillips. I appreciate what he was able to do for the Buffalo Bills on and off the field. He deserves that contract for the Minnesota Vikings, and we wish him well. But Tim Settle, uh, I I'm glad at the replacement that we have. And all we got to do is see is see the uh is see it come out on the football field. Um, Lone Wolf got a B plus for Tim. Christopher got a B plus. Jamie has. Oh, we gonna get into that. We gonna get into that, Jamie. We gonna get into that. What about McKissick? Oh wait, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's I don't know, man. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. J D McKissick, Brandon Bean showed his hand a little bit. I think the Buffalo Bills will address running back at some point in the draft, fourth, fifth round somewhere. Um, J.D. McKissick, he would have been a great complimentary back. He would have been a great pass-catching third down threat coming out the backfield. He has some speed. He has some elusiveness. Unfortunately, he elected to stay with the Washington Commodores. Um, he probably liked the surrounding areas. He probably is comfortable in that setting. He could be a loyal guy himself. Loyalty probably, just like Isaiah McKenzie, was loyal, and loyalty is a big factor in his in his personal preference, that could be the same way with J.D. McKissick. Uh, Washington Commodores offered him a contract, and he was probably loyal with that team and showed his loyalty with resigning. So it's unfortunate. I think he would have provided a weapon for the Buffalo Bills, but I'm not mad. It's his loss. It's not the Bills' loss. It's J.D. McKissick's loss because the Buffalo Bills are going to rectify that position regardless. So uh, that's how I feel about that. Um any more grades for Tim Settle? Any more grades? Any more grades? Before I move on. Um, going on an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Once again, A. Rich, Akeem Richens. I appreciate everybody that's in tune, man. Excellent show thus far. Excellent, excellent show thus far. Um, uh, you're in tune to Billsology. Adam says, Settle, uh, B, great signing. He will play out when given the playing time. I think so. I think so. Yep, two years, four and a half. Two, four and a half mil. Give him an A. Look, look like a huge breakout indication. We trust Edmonds. Uh, we trust Edmonds and a Pearson one second. Hey, man, we're going to see what Edmonds does this year. He didn't get that resign. We're going to look at his extension, uh, his uh, extension after this season. So he has a lot to prove himself. Jeff Davis says. Oh, commandos, commanders. Uh, I was saying Commodores, right? Hey, Lone Wolf, I appreciate it. The commanders. Hey, man, their name is so XFL-ish. Their name is so horrible and XFL-ish, man, that I, I, I never took time to really memorize the, the, the name, man. 
Uh, I, I think they could have came up with a way better name. I, I, hey, I like the Washington football team better than the commanders. It's, it sounds just, just like an XFL team to me, but I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the heads up, bro. Appreciate the heads up. Um, Jeff Davis, my grade is a, a plus as is a triple a plus a i like it this was a great sneaky signing by brandon bean very underrated um i like it man sam maza got b sam maza got b man sammy says so excited for the for these pickups you and me both bro you and me both uh moses there's a theme within the whole thing in regard of to the to the farmers that to the farmers that work so hard in this country to us kept fed josh <laughs> josh allen father instilled that in his in his son now you see the spirit of of america <clears throat> and you know what this is an excellent comment because his upbringing josh allen's upbringing is indeed a major factor into why he is the person he is today and a great comment excellent comment you slew his parents man his parents is the one that instilled that mentality, that instilled that never say die, never quit, that hard work, that hard work pays off mentality for Josh Allen. Excellent, excellent comment, man. Excellent comment. Um, <clears throat> A-plus pickups, I believe, thanks to Josh Allen, boys want to play with the guy, 100%. 100%. Yeah, man, Washington Commanders, just a, just a terrible name. Just a terrible, terrible name. That's just my opinion. Washington fans might disagree. But my opinion, that's just a terrible name, XFL name. Um, Commanders is a horrible name. Hey, man, I, I'm glad you agree, man. I'm glad you agree. Not, not trying to, not trying to stick it to them. I just got to call a spade a spade. It's just, just a, just a bad name. Just a bad name. My, my daughter could have came up with a better name for an NFL organization, and that's a, that's a, that's a crying shame. Um, Mandy says hard work, hard working farm boy, moving pipe every summer pays off. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Hey, Sammy, I'm with I, I'm with you. The name is so bad. 100%. 100%. Moving on. Moving on, right? Um, the next guy on the on the free agent pickup list for the Buffalo Bills is not Tim Settle. Do I have him up here? I don't know if I have him up here. Nope. He is not up here. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have him up here, and I'm upset. O.J. Howard, O.J. Howard for the Buffalo Bills. I think O.J. Howard is, get my banner back up here. I think O.J. Howard signed a one-year, $3.5 million deal, uh, up to $5 million in, in, in incentives, right? We're talking about a guy in O.J. Howard that <clears throat> was a former first-round pick several years ago. O.J. Howard, former first round, I believe 19th overall, if I, if, if, if I could be exact, 19th overall pick in the first round. How often do tight ends become first round selections? It's not very often. You have to be a very, very talented tight end to go in not only the first round, but 19th overall. And that is how high the Tampa Bay Buccaneers thought of him. He came out the draft. Running a 4'5", 140 at 6'4", 250 pounds. Um, he tore his Achilles in 2020, right? O.J. Howard tore his Achilles. I think him tearing his Achilles 
really slowed him down before that. His best year was in 2018, where he had 34 receptions, 566 yards, and five touchdowns. Tore his Achilles in 2020. Uh, I think he lost lost favor with with Bruce Arians. Number one, Bruce Arians normally Bruce Arians loves his tight ends to block. So OJ Howard was already out of favor because he couldn't maximize his talents because Bruce Arians. He, he loves to block with his tight ends. And then second, I think he lost favor and was a forgotten man within the Buccaneers offense because Tom Brady's buddy, Tom Brady's pal, his best friend, Rob, um, Rob Gronkowski, is, is now in the fold, right? So when Grunt became in the fold, O.J. Howard, with his torn Achilles, and Bruce Arians loved to block his tight ends, he became more of a forgotten man, but I am really high on the acquisition of OJ Howard. Again, you don't get drafted in the first round, 19th overall, if you don't have talent. In my opinion, if OJ Howard is healthy, I'm interested to see what Ken Dorsey is going to do with this offensive scheme. Because if OJ Howard is healthy, he is a mismatch nightmare as a number two tight end. And if OJ Howard is healthy, I got to call a spade a spade. I love Dawson Knox, but if OJ Howard is healthy, he is every bit as good as Dawson Knox if he's healthy. So the combination of the two guys in Dawson Knox and in OJ Howard is another thing I'm very interested to see. I want to know how Ken Dorsey's going to draw up these plays and how they're going to how they're going to utilize both these tight ends and their skill sets. Because we know Dawson Knox, he's a physical tight end. He's fast, he's big, he's physical. He could run away from the defense and he could run over the defense. I think OJ Howard possessed some of those capabilities as well. So as a number two tight end, I think it's an excellent acquisition. I think he is uh, on a one-year prove-it deal. He wants to come and prove that he is indeed the guy that, that, was highly touted coming out of college. OJ Howard, he's only 27 years old. And I think that the Buffalo Bills could have one of the uh, two, one of the better tight end sets in the league if, if it comes to fruition, right? And OJ Howard, I'm going to give this grade a B. I'm going to give this grade a B. I, I, I want to grade it higher, but I feel that he does have something to prove. I feel that Ken Dorsey and, and how he's going to implement the two tight end sets is also something to prove. So uh, I would give it a higher grade, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, the OJ Howard signing a B. I think he is fully capable of coming in for the Buffalo Bills and being an impact player. And like I said, he tore his Achilles in 2020. So 2021, which was last year, was his comeback year. 2020, uh, 2021 was the year where O.J. Howard had to get the trust back in that Achilles. He had to get the trust back mentally that he is physically able to perform. And another year removed in a Buffalo Bills uniform playing with Josh Allen, I think is a, I think is a hell of an acquisition and a hell of a move. A sneaky good signing for the Buffalo Bills once again. Thoughts on O.J. Howard? O.J. Howard, I give a B. O.J. Howard, I give a solid B. I was a, a big fan of O.J. Howard when he was coming out of college. I think he could get back to some of those attributes that he put on display 
uh, in college for the Buffalo Bills. Solid B for OJ Howard. Christopher, B, Dan, or Dank, based on the price and upside, it's an A. I'm not mad at it, bro. I'm not mad at it. It's talk about three and a half mil, five million in incentives. If you perform, you get the five mil. So that's not an overpay, right? So I love it. I love it, man. And again, that Josh Allen effect, right? What, what happened with uh, OJ Howard? OJ Howard's like, yo, my career is possibly on the line. Where can I go to resurrect my career and prove that I still can be an impact tight end in this NFL? Because I was kind of lost in the shuffle under Bruce Arians and, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? So where can I go and prove that I can indeed still contribute and make an impact in this NFL? Hmm. Josh Allen gave had a career year with John Brown. Josh Allen had a career year with Cole Beasley. Josh Allen had a career year with Stephon Diggs. You don't think players notice? Players notice. Players know these things. Let me go to Buffalo Bills to resurrect my career. And OJ Howard, I think you made a fabulous choice, man. Be great for me. Be great for me. Kim says, I like him a lot. It's a B. Uh, Eric says, OJ, OJ is more like uh, Tyler Eifert to me. Really, that's an, that's an interesting take. That's an interesting take. Uh, I think injuries played a played a part in the the demise or the down the decline in Efort. But when he was healthy, when he was indeed healthy, he was a touchdown machine. He was a red zone target. He was a reliable target. So I'm not mad at it. I don't know if I agree. I think LJ Howard uh, possesses a more explosive trait than Efort, but I'm not mad at the comparison. Um. Vlad, I think OJ Howard is a very good signing. You and me both. You and me both, bro. Yo, Eric, man, I appreciate you coming on. 12 personnel in full effect from Vlad. From Vlad, 12 personnel in full effect. I'm, I, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. Eric, whatever you do, do not stunt Knox development. And, hey, 100% agree, man. 100% agree. And I don't think he will. I think Ken Dorsey, for some weird reason, even though we didn't see it yet, right, I think Ken Dorsey is going to find a way to maximize both the tight ends' talents. Um, let me get uh, – he's like an Evan Ingram-type player. Evan Ingram, uh, first of all, he got $10 million from Evan Ingram. I think LJ Howard is just as good, maybe not as explosive, but he has better hands. I think uh, OJ Howard is a better, more complete tight end when healthy – than Evan Ingram. And the rain is starting to come down. Um, Lone Wolf, last one. Howard, B+. Plus, good receiver, given, given a chance. Reliable blocker. I think so. I agree 100%. And let me get into... I got a couple of more here I want to get into. Let me get into this, 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 this veteran right here. Daquan Jones. Daquan Jones... Signed the two-year deal, two-year, $14 million deal, $10.6 million guaranteed. I actually thought this contract was a little high for Daquan Jones, right? But I will never, I thought it was high, but I'm not a GM. I'm, and I'm not going to question Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean brought me Von Miller. He brought us Von Miller. He brought us Josh Allen. He brought us Stephon Diggs. 
who are we to question contract details <laughs> with Brandon Bean? So Daquan Jones, two years, $14 million, uh, $10.6 million uh, guaranteed. Uh, the Buffalo Bills D-line got more imposing, got more physical, got more, more beef along the defensive front with these signings. Daquan Jones, 6'4", 320 pounds, massive body in the middle of the Bills defensive line. He should improve that run defense that the Buffalo Bills sometimes struggle with, right? I remember Jonathan Teller. Uh, getting 185 yards, the Colts giving uh, giving up the 185 yards to the Colts. I remember the Buffalo Bills giving up 222 rushing yards to the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. I remember those two games vividly. So when a guy like Daquan Jones comes into the fold at 6'4", 320, it it he provides more of a of our run-stopping presence. He bolsters our run defense, and I think that was necessary for the Buffalo Bills. And I think for a man his size, I think he provides some type of pass rush presence. One-tech defensive tackle uh, provided 23 pressures last season, which was a career high. So he should eat up double teams for guys like a Ed Oliver, for guys like a Tim Suttle, or whatever the rotation is at the time he's in the ball game. He should free up some guys and eat up some eat up some blockers so other guys within the defensive line or the linebacking core can make plays. Daquan Jones, uh, I think is is a is a tremendous signing because. We replaced Harrison Phillips and and Vernon Butler with Daquan Jones and Tim Settle and Jordan Phillips, who I'm going to get into in a minute, right? So uh, I, I like the signing. Uh, was the contract a little rich? Probably, but who am I? Who are we to question Brandon Bean? I'm going to give this. Uh, I'm going to give this signing a A minus. Uh, a minus. We're talking about a veteran presence in Daquan Jones. He played with the Carolina Panthers, of course. He was stout with the Tennessee Titans all those years. I really like Daquan. Uh, I really like what he can do, and I think he's going to add uh, more physicality to the Buffalo Bills defensive front. I think at times the Buffalo Bills got out physical some at some points during last season. I don't think that could be the case anymore. I think the Buffalo Bills are, are a, a lot more physical at the point of attack because of the acquisitions of a Tim Settle and a Daquan Jones and other guys. So I really like this acquisition, and I'm going to go ahead and give Daquan Jones an A-. minus. He provides uh, leadership. He's a veteran. He provides some pass rushing flexibility, and he should bolster our, our run defense. So A-minus for me and Daquan Jones. Let me get back to the screen here. And then after I get back to the screen, let me get some thoughts. What's your thoughts on Daquan Jones? What's your thoughts? How you feel about him? 6'4", 320 pounds, big boy. Big, big boy, Daquan Jones is. Hey, hey, man, respect to you, Eric. Respect to you, man. I appreciate you for tuning in, bro. Appreciate you for tuning in. Um, Dank, he might have been a star, but he brought Gronk. Yeah, yeah. And, and OJ Howard, I don't think, let's not forget that. That torn Achilles, a significant injury, that played a part of it too, right? That slowed down his progression as well. So hopefully, 
what the plan is two years removed from that torn Achilles coming to a, a change of scenery with the Buffalo Bills where we're going to utilize his skill sets more. We hope to get that impact player that made him a first round 19 overall pick. Um, Chiggy says C plus for Jones. Okay, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. C plus, everybody's not going to get, uh, everybody's not going to agree into A and B, A and B grades. C plus, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that Starla Tourle is not on the team. <laughs> I talk about Harrison Phillips and Vernon Bar Butler. Let's not forget Starla Tourle. I'm just happy. No, no disrespect to, to, to Star. I appreciate his services, but it was his time. And when it's your time, it's your time. And uh, Star Latoule time was up in the Buffalo Bills uniform, and I'm glad the Buffalo Bills as an organization, they was proactive in replacing guys like Harrison Phillips, Vernon Butler, and Star Latoule with Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, and Jordan Phillips. So C-plus, I'm not mad at you, great. Let's see who else here. Who else? Daniel Gari says Jones. He gets Jones a B grade. I, um, I like it. Jones a B grade. I'm not mad at it at all. I think he, I think he bolsters the defensive the defensive front for the Buffalo Bills. He's bigger. He's more imposing, and we hope that he bolsters that run defense. Right? We we can only hope. I think he will. Um, Vlad, it's Jones and Oliver to stop the run. Now, who you think is going to start next to Ed Oliver? Do you think it's going to be Daquan Jones? If I'm looking at the contract, I don't know the specifics of Jordan Phillips' contract. I don't know the details. But da Daquan Jones' contract is more significant than Tim Settle. So based on the contract, right now, I think the starting the defensive tackles are Daquan Jones and Ed Oliver. Do y'all agree with that? Disagree? Do you think Tim Settle could come in and take that spot? Do you think Jordan Phillips is going to come in and take that spot? Who do you think is going to be the starting one-tech defensive tackle next to Ed Oliver? Because right now... Based on the contract, I think is – and just based on his career, he, he was a starter with Carolina last season. He played 641 snaps. I don't think he's going to play that much snaps in that in, in the Buffalo Bills' heavy uh, defensive line rotation. But he's been a starter for a number of years, and I expect that to continue with the Buffalo Bills. Um, Lone. Jones is good against the run but has no pass rush, but I'll help – but it'll help the others get sacks. Hey, 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 man. That's what that's what it's about sometimes. Be a team player. If you can't get there, help somebody else to get there. And we hope uh he can provide that that type of that type of uh that type of presence in the defensive front for the Bills. Uh Gregory Rousseau, uh AJ Epinesa, you have veterans to lean on now. You have veterans that you can learn from. You can learn from. Uh, uh, a Daquan Jones. You could learn from obviously Von Miller. Gregory Russo should be should 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 rent a house or, or 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 invite Von Miller to his house and stay for the year. You should be sharing the same house, Gregory Russo, with with Von Miller. Soak up all that knowledge. Take in all that knowledge you need to take up in 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 terms of how to be a, a better football player. How to how to uh, come off the line, how to come off the snap, how to read the snap, how to utilize those hands and have better hand usage, have more violent hands. Von Miller should take Gregory Russo under his wing and Gregory Russo should want to take Von Miller, wants uh, Von Miller to take him under his wing and learn all he can learn from uh, a great impactful player that's been there and done that in the league like, uh, like Von Miller. So 
uh, a little off topic, but Gregory Russo should definitely sh be sharing houses with Von Miller. Um, any more comments on Daquan Jones before I move on to the last one? Joshua says it's a very good signing. Joshua says it's a very good signing, plus a cap hit of only 1.7 per mil. Hey, Brandon Bean does it again. Brandon Bean knows how to construct contracts and knows how to figure out ways where they could provide outs in the contracts that will help the team if need be. And he also provide contracts where the player is happy as well, right? So if you really think about it, that two years, 14 mil is probably not two years, 14 mil after all. So excellent comment. Excellent, excellent comment. Um, my boy Eric, again, agree. Agree on star. He decided uh, it was over in 2020. Yeah, man. Yeah. Definitely uh, star had to go. Star had to go. Uh, John says star retired three years ago. Now, again, you know, Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott will always always say, hey, he did a good job before injury. He did a good job before he got the COVID. But, hey, the proof is in the pudding when you get rid of him, right? You could have kept him, but the proof is in the pudding by the actions you take. And the actions they took was to get rid of Star the Toilet. Um, last but not least, I want to get into my last one because I'm going on two hours. I appreciate everybody for rocking with me, man. Bill Zology, A. Rich, Akeem Richens. Um, I, I got these guys up in 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 a group because i think i think it 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 deserves to be right i got them as a pair jordan phillips and shaq lawson both signing deals for the buffalo bills right but uh jordan phillips had his career year in a buffalo bills uniform in 2019 uh nine and a half sacks he provided that energy, that juice. He provided that spunk, that charisma. Uh, the Buffalo Bills' energy was different with Jordan Phillips on the team, and I give him that, man. And for a guy that's 6'6", 340 pounds, he is a really nimble, uh, agile athlete. And guys like him at 6'6", 340, guys like Daquan Jones at 6'4", 320, this is what the Buffalo Bills needed. We needed big, beefy, massive guys to, to possess that physicality that was, that was lacking at times in the trenches. And I think Brandon Bean uh, solidified physicality along the defensive front with the signing of Jordan Phillips, Tim Settle, and Daquan Jones. Shaq Lawson, he had his best year his last season. Both contract years, right? Go figure. We hope... We hope that they can reemerge as impact players along the Bills' defensive line as well, right? He had six and a half sacks with the Buffalo Bills his last season. Shaq Lawson, in my opinion, is not a sack artist. Shaq Lawson is not a guy that we should be relying on to get sacks. But what Shaq Lawson is, and I think the Buffalo Bills understand and know this, is he's a good edge setter. He sets the edge real well. He's pretty damn stout against the run. He provides uh, an upgrade in terms of run defense, and the Buffalo Bills lacked that at times. Sometimes the Buffalo Bills got ran on a little bit too much to our liking. And I think with the presence of a Shaq Lawson, even though at an edge defender, he's not the sack rushing uh, specialist, he does provide uh, and bolsters the the defensive front as far as stopping the run so as a pair Shaq Lawson uh 
Jordan Phillips. I'm going to give this overall grade a C plus. I like the signing. It's still a passing grade. I like the signing. Um, I'm a little I, I I'm a little worry about going to the well a little bit too much with both these signings, but uh, I I'm not mad at it, especially when you have guys like Daquan Jones and and Tim Settle. The the, the grade I, I can even go C plus B minus, right? If those, if these was the only two guys I would be relying on, I would be a, a bit more concerned. But since our defensive line, our defensive front is so deep, and we could provide a heavy rotation, I'm going to go ahead and give this grade B minus C plus. Jordan Jordan Phillips, uh, Shaq Lawson. I think I like the Jordan Phillips acquisition a little bit more than Shaq Lawson because I just like Jordan Phillips' size. I like his presence, six six three forty. Uh, that's a hard object to move, a hard human being to move. So I like that signing a bit more than Shaq Lawson. But nevertheless, um, I like the pair. I like the pair overall. I'm not mad at it. B minus. B minus for these guys. Shaq Lawson, uh, Jordan Phillips. What are your thoughts on these gentlemen? What are your thoughts on these two players? Uh, let me get myself back on the screen here. Shaq Lawson, Jordan Phillips. What are your thoughts? I give it a B minus, C plus, B minus. I think that essentially that's the same grade, right? But the B sounds a bit nicer, so I'm going to go B minus. Um, who the hell? Well, we'll see what happens. That's an excellent comment. We'll see what happens. Um, the Bills don't have much holes. The Buffalo Bills don't have much holes. Now, round one, you could go interior offensive line. Round one of the interior offensive linemen is there to your liking. You could go there round one, but again, wide receiver three, we have to think beyond that. Gabriel Davis, you see these crazy deals with wide receivers. Christian Kirk signing an $84 million deal, $21 million a season. I expect Gabe Davis to take off. I expect Gabe Davis to really progress and really produce with the Buffalo Bills as a receiver this year. So his market may be high. He's going into his third year and his four-year deal. Uh, Stefan Diggs is, is 29 years old now, you know? So Isaiah McKenzie only signed a two year deal and you, you have solid receivers out there. You have Chris Olave out there from Ohio state. You have Johan Dotson from Penn state. You have Traylon Burks from Arkansas. You have Calvin Austin from Memphis. You have a lot of different receivers out there that, that can provide impact for the Buffalo bills. Will they go round one? It remains to be seen, but uh, it's not much holes for the Buffalo Bills, right? The Bills showed their hand at running back, so they might go running back at some point, but they're not going first round running back, right? So depending on what's going on with Ryan Bates, uh, round one, interior offensive line could be an option, but I'm not going to ignore receiver, and I'm not going to ignore cornerback as well. Cornerback might be the likely option first round pick for the Buffalo Bills, but it all depends on who's on the board. We'll see. Um. Grades, grades. Kim says, I love Phillips' energy. Yeah, me too. Me too. I love his energy. I want him to bring that same energy, same excitement back to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, energy, Lawson, good on the run, solid B. I'm not mad at it. B, B overall grade for these two gentlemen. B overall grade. A cornerback in round one better be, better be a 1B corner. A. It all depends, right? Tredavious White, our all-pro cornerback. We selected him in the first round, 27th overall. 
So it's possible. It could be had. It could be had. But again, it all depends on how that board falls. It all depends how that board falls. It's going to be an interesting draft. A lot of play. A lot of teams uh, don't do best player available. They might say they do best player available. They, they but they may go for need. They may go for need. They may reach. They may not. We'll see what happens. The board. There's going to be some surprises. And based on what happens before the Buffalo Bills will will uh, will influence what direction the Bills will go with their first round pick. But in my opinion. Cornerback interior offensive line is probably definitely the first, the first, first couple of things I'm looking at in, in the first round of the draft. And then you can definitely get impact receivers later on, second, third, maybe even fourth round in the draft. So we'll see. We'll see. More on the Jordan Phillips signing. Jordan Phillips, Shaq Lawson. More grades. More grades. Vlad says. I see a wide receiver and cornerback in rounds one and two. It's possible. Anything's possible, bro. I won't be mad at it at all. Um, what did Adam say? Let me see if I can find Adam up here. Steve says Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams is a hell of a receiver, man. Hell of a receiver. Will will we'll provide a, a, a another dimension for the Buffalo Bills offense. I definitely agree. We'll see what happens. Jamie says. Kobe Bryant is a baller on a steal of a pick and not blowing a first on a number two, on a cornerback number two. So what direction you want to go in the first round? What direction you want to go in the first round, Jamie? How you feel? What direction? Where you want to go? What position? What position would you like the Bills to target in the first round? Buffalo fan. Buffalo fan. I love Trent Duffy at, Trent McDuffie at 25. I would love him too. I don't know if he's going to make it to 25. <laughs> I'm not sure if Trent McDuffie's going to make it to 25, but you never know. Shout out my bro, Izzy. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m., the Red Zone Report. Izzy debuts his show. Uh, definitely tune in. I'm going to tune in. Uh, Izzy is a, a, a knowledgeable uh, Built in Buffalo contributor. He's He's been here for a while. I love Izzy. I appreciate Izzy. Please tune in tomorrow, the Red Zone Report, 7 p.m. Um Trey is definitely a legit number one when healthy. We want to get him back healthy. Christopher says, Lawson and Phillips is a B-plus grade. I like it. I like it. Christopher says, cornerback in the first round. Jamie says, good thing you aren't the GM. <laughs> good thing you aren't the GM. Jamie, what, what position? What position do you want to go first round, bro? What position you want to go first round? Of course, bro. Anytime. Anytime, bro. Anytime. Again, man. Vlad says, we love Jay Williams. We love Jay Williams. I wouldn't be opposed. Listen, whatever direction Brandon Bean is willing to go, as long as he could get an impact player that could come in and produce, I wouldn't be mad at it at all, man. Um, We are going on two hours of showtime. Bills Mafia says, cornerback first round. I see it. I see it. I'm not mad at it at all. Um, we are going on two hours of showtime. It's 11.32 p.m. Eastern time. I still got a lot of people in the chat. Um, this has been fun, man. I appreciate everybody that's tuned in to Billsology today. Uh, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, the Josh Allen effect is indeed real. I hope you enjoyed that segment. I hope you enjoyed me uh, breaking down each and every one of these free agents, man. It's, it's, been, a, it's been an amazing week for the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Bills fan base. Um, um, it's been a joy to watch so far. It's It feels good to be relevant with the rest of the NFL. And that's the, 
that's the part that's been missing from us Buffalo Bills fans for a long time. We are now part of the relevancy in the league, in the NFL, and team and, and betting odds and people and media experts have the Buffalo Bills now betting favors to win the Super Bowl. And of course, they got to go out and prove it. The game's got to be played, but it just feels good to be a part of that process. It feels good to be part of a winning culture and a winning atmosphere. And it feels great to be part of a productive, suspenseful, busy free agency week, right? So um, us at Bills, us at uh, all Bills fans, Bills Mafia, we're blessed and we're lucky, man. And and we hope we can indeed hoist that Lombardi trophy uh, as soon as this year with these acquisitions that we've made. So um, once again, A. Rich, Akeem Richens, you know how my saying goes by now. If you don't know me, please get to know me. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed the show, man. Uh, and again, next week, Bill's Allergy, same time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be another fun jam-packed show you know i try to provide uh the best content i could possibly provide and i hope you enjoy it man um i still a lot of people in the comment section and it's been a great show um ladies and gentlemen until next time and once again go brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain maybe you think they're just part of getting older but many health understands that for women over 40 they can all connect to menopause it's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience not just hot flashes MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.